discussion ATL Sports Talk with Eugene Morton coming to you from the lovely city of Atlanta, Georgia here. And um, Eugene, we usually start this show by recapping the previous week's games and stuff like that and then kind of talking about our expectations for this upcoming week and then going over odds and all that stuff. And we'll get to all that stuff. But uh, we have to address the elephant in the room which is the Miles Garrett situation with Mason Rudolph. Now, I'm a Steelers fan, so of course I uh, I want Miles Garrett out of the league for good. But uh, it's probably not going to happen. And realistically, um, maybe a four a four game suspension, forty six game suspension, is what's real what's um, going to happen. I do recognize that at the beginning of that situation. Mason Rudolph looked like he started it, but it also came from Miles Gary kind of had like, it wasn't necessarily a late tackle, but he didn't have to pile drive him into the, into the turf, the way that he did towards the end of that play. And even watching that in real time, I was thinking that's kind of sucks. Like you didn't have to do that. Just watching it real time before the fight even happened when he tackled him like that. I'm like, Oh, you don't have to do that. So when they, um, when the camera panned to the, the the fight or you know people kind of rushing over to the side that part even also didn't really surprise me because it was a late kind of a late unnecessary hit on the quarterback it wasn't this it wasn't late but it was definitely unnecessary because he would have been flagged if it was a late hit but it wasn't a late hit it was just unnecessary hit on the quarterback at the end of a game with like eight seconds left or something like that yeah i know it yeah, was less than 10 seconds unnecessary to pile drive him and he already been taking a lot of punishment on the day as it is that probably didn't help uh, so he, he power drives Mason Rudolph. Everybody runs over there. And even when Mason Rudolph trying to take his helmet off and a little back and forth, I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, Miles Garrett is what? Six, seven, six, eight guys, big dude. He's huge. So I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, but then my, I see them take the helmet off and I'm like, this is getting a little bit beyond what we normally see in a normal football game. As far as, uh, this kind of conflict and then he, when he swings it, I'm like, oh, my God. Now now we've uh, all bets are off. Like, you know, he and, swung the helmet and he connected. <laughs> and connected, right. And, that's a, and, and I'm that's like, oh, it, brutal. Yeah. Brutal yeah. at this point. And, well, well uh, did you watch it? You watched it real time? No, no, of course. I miss it. I fell asleep. And I'm like, and I wake up to all your text messages. Everyone's our text messages. About it. I was like, oh, crap. So then I started watching like every single different shot and frame. And I mean, there's so many different videos of it. Unbelievable. But, yeah. I mean, UK saved four games, but he hit him with a helmet. I, I'm, you think it might be the full season? Uh, if it was the rest of the season, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised how many games are left now. What is, what is that about five games at this yeah. point? Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a four to a four to six game suspension covers that. So I, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I just, see that. just because of the nature of it, like we like, I, I mean, it was it was bad. It was I mean, bad. The optics fight, were horrible. Right, you think I <laughs> fight with the helmets on? And you're like, okay, this is this is cute. Like, there's a there's a swing in the back and back and forth, and guys are hitting themselves each other in the helmets. But that was literally like, and, I mean, I know there's I see some like overreactions. Like he could have killed him. I'm like, I was like, I don't think he could have killed him. He could have definitely hurt him. It, it, like you said, that's that the optics look bad when he swings. And hits him, connects with him with his helmet. Like it's different if he just like took his helmet, threw it off, threw it, and then just walked away. But he like went after Rudolph. So, 
Well, Rudolph went after him after he ripped off his well, helmet and got hit. He did. He did. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just. He, I don't think that. Um, I think that in, in in fairness, Rudolph would face some discipline. I'm not sure if, if what he did in any other game would be considered to be a game suspension. Because, you know, Mason Rudolph's trying to rip off his helmet. I don't think that it, if any other game that happened and if that happened without all the rest of the ensuing fighting happening, then I don't think this would even even been more than a fine maybe for Mason Rudolph. And maybe he gets, you know, um, a flag or something like that, you know? Right. Being that it led to what it led to, I could see a malice in the palace type overreaction from the NFL. And maybe he does get suspended. Mason Rudolph could get suspended himself um, a, a game or so, but it's not going to be anything like Miles Garrett, who is no. the, by far the most egregious offender here. And yeah. there is no way in the world. I don't even want to see Pouncey get it suspended, but I think it might happen. Um, he did kick him in the head and he did, uh, he did throw a punch. But I could see that yeah. too, though. You kind of, you kind of have. That's your reaction, though, right? That's your friend. That's your quarterback. That's your teammate. You you're see him just get hit him. in the head. Of course, you're going to react. You should. There should be some kind of reaction that you have to that. Right. Yeah. He. I mean. He. He's definitely not gonna get like Garrett's definitely gonna get the the brunt of the suspension here. As, and the yeah, fines. he deserves it. He deserves it. Yeah. But man, it was insane. How many he games knows. would you? If you're a commissioner, you give him how many games? I would suspend the rest of the season. That that's Same. just like, I mean, hitting a guy with the with the helmet is again, we've seen like yeah, we've seen fights where it's just if they, they're swinging at each other with the helmets on, that's that's fine. Nobody really gets hurt. But he could legitimately hurt him. If, I mean he did I agree. He, he could have got hurt and I don't think that Gary was thinking about the big picture here. Like you're not thinking about the big no. picture. I think that you you went First of all, swinging a helmet like that was just ridiculous. Like that was just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You're so much of a bigger guy than him, and I don't know if anybody would think that you couldn't have just taken him straight up without the helmet. You know, right. if Rudolph is charging you, clearly it's not going to be a fair fight as it is. No. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Rudolph is not a he's not a tiny guy, but he's so. not. But Miles Garrett is what two two fifty ish six eight. It's still, it's still a uh, Beasley NBA <laughs> yeah. player out there, man. He would be a bit, a massive NBA player. As a matter of fact, talking about Zion, he's bigger than Zion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like right. Zion hitting you in the head with a yes. helmet. Yeah, yeah. So again, the sad part of it is it, it pretty much erased a pretty good game. I mean, by the I mean the Browns winning another game. Solid, solid game by the Browns. Um, Solid defensive effort by them. Outplayed uh, the Steelers at every level. And the last eight seconds of the game is what we've spent the entire time talking about. And it's what people are going to take away from the game, unfortunately, right? Yep. Unfortunately, that's what's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, even, even, uh, even, uh, uh, to see the, Baker even came out and said it was unacceptable. It's like that that is, should not be, you know, he, he came Bush out. Bush League at his at a pure definition of Bush yeah, League. Yeah, it's just, it's sad. It was just a sad, it's like, come on. It's like, eight, like you said, eight, seven, seven seconds left. You guys got the, the game in the, uh, you got the game one. There's no sense in that. Just, you know, if you get a little chippy, a little chippy, that's different, but 
you know, want to push around guys or whatever. And, but it's just, yeah, there's <laughs> no sense of taking guys' helmet, ripping the guy's helmet off and then hitting him with the helmet. Hitting him with it. Like, yeah, yikes. The ripoff alone looked kind of brutal because, like, he had to twist it off. It didn't come off cleanly. He did not, like, he just one gravity. He got it, a hold of it, and he he worked that helmet off. <laughs> he did. He worked that bad boy off. <laughs> he worked the helmet off his head. And then he hit him with it. I'm like, ah, yikes. First of all, on Rudolph's, uh, not Rudolph's, uh, yeah, on Mason Rudolph's part, he uh, he probably, hindsight being 2020, you don't charge him after the helmet got ripped off, you know? Um, but I do think that the emotions took over. He was fired up. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. He was pissed. He, he was fired up. Him. He had a, a horrible game. And which is his fault. Some of those throws were god awful. And um on top of it, you got hit with your helmet. End of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Even being Needless a to game. say, Mason Rudolph has had a couple games this year that he would probably like to forget. He's had a those between those two games, rough. The one yeah. where he got concussed earlier this year, I thought he died. Like I literally yeah. had thought he died. I was doing something else and kind of casually watching a game. And when he got knocked out, I had to it took. It, I had to stop doing everything else and focus one hundred percent on is this man gonna even wake up to walk off the field or what was situation, right. right? And uh I think in that same game, the little cart that usually carts them off the field had broken down, so he had to walk off the field oh in pure God. Mason Rudolph fashion. In pure Mason Rudolph bad luck fashion, the cart breaks down. You're concussed out there. You almost died, and you got to walk off the field. That's just wrong. Come so on, come on, come on, NFL. Get <laughs> then they had to walk him off, then and now yeah. fast forward weeks later, you get hit with your own helmet, right? And yeah. you look like you kind of caught a knee from a, a friendly fire from a teammate that was charging the field. Mason Rudolph was down in the end zone. One of his teammates was charging back out of the end zone towards the field, uh-huh. and then knees Mason in the back of the head, like uh, inadvertently as he's trying to get back to the back of the field. Uh, back to the field or back to the action, and uh, I'm like, man, what a horrible few minutes for Mason Rudolph there. But uh, uh, at least he was good. You know, he's speaking at the press conference, and there was no lasting damage. And it looks like he did take that hit like a champ. <laughs> he did. I mean, I mean, it was Eugene. He took it, it like was, a champ. He did. I, I give it to him, man. I, I, well, first of all. If it was me, I would not be going after a guy half my size. Man, I'm sorry. I'm just like I'm just a little, I'm I'll talk a little smack, then I'm gonna like Oh, you're gonna, gonna get all the talk. You're gonna right? get I'm none like, of the action. I'm gonna talk, but I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna be one of those things I'll get behind Pouncy. Like, hold me back, Pouncy, hold me back. You know, that's the type that's the type yeah, of fight. Yeah, yeah, it'll be talk, it'll be uh talk, it'll be a little conversation. I don't that mind is, giving a conversation, is, but it will be nothing exactly, physical, my that, friend. Exactly. That'll be exactly <laughs> but oh yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, you're gonna see some fines. You're gonna see some suspensions. Um, but yeah, lad, let's hopefully get that guy out. Get him out for the rest of the year. And, I think you know, so too. Sit him down. Um, sit yeah. him down for the rest of the year, and then uh, it'd be interesting to see how the NFL figures all of this out. So let's uh, get started now with the games from last week. What stood out to you? Is there anything that jumped out to you? Uh, anything interesting that you saw? Well, I think we we found out the 49ers are not are are good are a good team. 
they are not a championship team, in my opinion, after watching that game. That's because of Jimmy G. I'm not sold on this guy, man. Yeah. I'm not sold on him. I'm just not. I'm not sold on this guy. He um was the benefit has the benefit of playing with the Patriots winning. The Patriots have gotten a couple players really paid. When you think about Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick has gotten some players paid. Um, he's got some coaches paid also, but he's got some players paid. And yep. especially quarterback. Remember Castle? Him, Castle, Castle got paid. Yeah. yeah Castle got paid. Five year, that letter five year. Like, right. Oh, he got, yep. And then they're like, oh, but he's not that good. <laughs> right. Jacoby got traded for and mm-hmm. Garoppolo got paid. Okay. Garoppolo has a hun- over a hundred million dollar contract right now with the 49ers. I forgot what the guaranteed number is on that, but it's not, it's not 15 million. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of guaranteed money in that contract. And when you're looking at Jimmy G's record, one of the things that you have to give him credit for is he's a winning quarterback. I will never poo poo that. I will never look overlook the fact that a person has a winning record. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, it's not easy to do. And you would criticize him for having a losing record. You know, with some people, they're like, oh, well, you know, the record is the record and they don't really count it one way or the other. And I'm like, well, if you don't count the wins, then don't count the losses. Yeah. If you count the losses, then you have to count the wins. And in this particular situation, Jimmy G does win. He's got a winning record. I just don't. He hasn't passed the eye test for me. He hasn't yeah, passed the no. eye test for me as being he, like he, that he, guy and being a guy that even deserved that money. You haven't even passed that test. And being a guy who's like, oh, you deserve this. From a 49er standpoint, they might think that he's worth every penny because they're he doesn't look like he's necessarily losing games for you. And um that's where I always put Kirk Cousins, but I always respected Kirk Cousins more than I respected Jimmy G. Kirk Cousins to me had the number and was never respected. Um Jimmy G seems to have the opposite problem. His numbers aren't as good as Kirk Cousins. I'm going to look at him and see. Just make sure I'm not talking about behind here. Uh, but I know historically they're not because Kirk Cousins hasn't missed a whole year like Jimmy G has. Um, right. So even also, just that alone, you know, even just that yeah. alone shows that he's got the opposite going on. Jimmy G's getting a lot of the benefit of the doubt. I'm not sure that's because he's a more handsome guy than, than Kirk Cousins. I'm not sure what it is, but he's getting more of the benefit of the doubt than a lot of quarterbacks we've seen as of late. Well, because he came from the the Patriot system, but also too, I think also as well, what always makes a good a, a good quarterback a great quarterback is if you lose your skill players, you still find a way to win the games. Like you, Russell Wilson, which is very like, hard you know, to do. Yeah, and so when Garoppolo, you could tell when Samuel went out, and when he when Kittle wasn't playing, he couldn't like he couldn't deliver. Like like where Russell Wilson could go out, like if all his guys went out. He can find a way to win the ball game. He's going to win his legs. He's going to find a receiver that he can trust in those last the last two quarters to win a ball game. So that's the difference, and that's where we're not seeing Garoppolo. But before, I think the Fortnite are still a playoff team. I just wouldn't be. I'm not scared because all they have to do is worry about that. if I'm a team, I have to worry that worry down the defense, and I can beat them. And that's what the, that's what Patriot or that's what Seahawks did. They just wore them down. Like, okay, we're just gonna hang around. We're gonna hang around, and then we just don't and they wore out. They wore them out. Well, I'm looking at the games now. I'm looking at the percentages. I, I pulled it. Just pulled up both. I want to make sure that I wasn't doing Jimmy wrong here. 
but both teams now one thing that you gotta take into account is that Kirk Cousins has one more game than Jimmy G on here. And you can kind of take that as a good or a bad, you know, because Kirk the hasn't had a bye week yet. I think their bye week is actually on uh their bye week is actually the week twelve for uh Minnesota. So the stats are even not looking at these stats, they are better though, because Jimmy G has 2,054 yards, right? 14 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 67.6% completion percentage, and a quarterback rating of 94.8. Okay. And but those are all pretty good. Of, right. But they haven't played a lot of garbage teams. And uh, yeah, right. their first was their first was their first was their first actual challenge. Yeah. And you look at those numbers, you say, OK, pretty good. Now, Kirk Cousins, the same person who does not get the benefit of doubt ever, who I've been trying to tell you, who I feel like has always felt like he was uh, a better than what he, people felt about him, because the way that you feel about Kirk Cousins is the consensus about Kirk Cousins. A lot of people are just, yep. I don't know, for, for some reason, just do not like this guy. Now, he, Kirk Cousins, is sixty nine point one completion percentage and that you can compare no matter how many you know the games are close enough to compare those two stats um 69.1 2437 yards almost 400 yards more 18 touchdowns to Kurt, to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's 14 three interceptions to Jimmy Garoppolo's eight 112 QB rating to Jimmy Garoppolo's 94.8 all better all better Without even looking, I can I, it just just that was just on eye test alone. Looking at these two quarterbacks, which one just looks better? Jimmy G. D- Lamar Jackson deserves this money more than Jimmy G. Does. Lamar Jackson is doing something in this league right now, and I don't know exactly where it's going to land up, where it's going to end up. Um, I would like to see him throw the ball more than run because I don't think that running quarterbacks just don't have a history of lasting in this league. Maybe he will be the first, but they just don't have a history of it. So I would definitely like to see him throw the ball downfield a little bit more. But he's starting to do that with a little bit more regularity. And uh, if I had to pick a quarterback, Jimmy G or or Lamar Jackson, I'm taking Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. No, taking no, Lamar no, Jackson. So I don't understand – how if you're a 49ers fan, you're sold on this guy right now. I'm not out on Jimmy G 100%. I'm not out on him because I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. And then after this game, I think I said it in our text thread on uh, on Monday. After this game, I still don't know. Yeah, yeah, you still don't know. Exactly. Then there's And he's he's in that in that quarterback you don't know yet. He's, there's a lot in that, in that level. And, and, you know, you you can look up you can look across the league. They don't. I mean, Sam Darnold. We still don't know about him. Kyler Murray, I think, is coming around, but he's still kind of one of those you know one of those guys you're not sure about yet. Yeah, and I got to you know? see your second year before I I don't tend to evaluate quarterbacks year one. Right, right. But I mean, a lot of these guys, like we know who they are, but we're still kind of waiting to see um, who who he's going to be. Well, I'm not. Um... But I'm with you too. I'm not sold. I mean, I think he's a good quarterback, but we'll see if he can be that. You know, can he live up to that money? I mean, the good thing about the 49ers with that contract, they front loaded a lot of it. So I mean, if he if he if they suck the last couple next couple of years, they can just they can kind of dump it and they'll be fine. Do you, you think know, that um, the the 49ers 
from this point forward, I had earmarked the Seattle game as being the first game that that was going to be, okay, we're going to see what these guys really are. They failed that first test. All right. Their schedule, I don't think it's going to get much easier at this point. I don't have it right in front of me. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah, I think they have a lot. Of, I think the rest are like division games. So I know they got to play Seahawks again. So that'll be, again, another test. Like, see, all right, you got punched in the mouth. Oh, I just, now, wait, wait, wait. Real quick, breaking news yep. just happened on this show. Miles Garrett has been suspended indefinitely for a minimum of, of at least this regular season. Yep, there we go. Indefinite suspension. Definitely, it's no doubtly going to be all this year. He might get two game, two games next year. Who knows? Yeah, he might yeah, get no, about that, eight games for this. That that I mean, and, and again, I, that's it's justified. I mean, he'll probably again. I think what they what they're going to do is give him whatever. Let's just say this season, and maybe four games next season. He appeals, and maybe obviously he's not going to get down the field probably this season, but maybe he appeals and he gets only a couple games next season. So. Well, I remember telling somebody that the NFL just does not like embarrassment. NFL no. doesn't like embarrassment. NFL is just so such a no distraction league in comparison to other leagues. They just do not have it. They don't like it. They don't like it. They don't even like the uh, smell, like even the whiff of negative attention, you know, and they already deal with a ton of it from just the game itself with the the safety of it. They deal with a lot of negative feedback or negative um, press on that. So you don't want to see negative press on behavior issues, especially ones of this nature that are violent like this and look horrible when played out on national television um, in a primetime game. uh, Fortunately, it happened at the end of the game when a lot of people were probably already in bed, hopefully, and didn't get to watch this real time. But in the internet age we live in, of course, it doesn't really matter. It's going to be right. played a million times uh, from this point forward. Getting back to the 49ers, their next game is the Packers. So <laughs> the next, the 40, let me tell you the, ne- the 49ers oh, next I, game. The 49ers next game is actually the, the Cardinals. Okay. And then after the Cardinals, they have the Packers, the Ravens, and the Saints. The Packers, yeah, the Ravens, and the Saints after the Chargers, after the so Cardinals. There you go. So there you go. So, and here the, the, here's the thing. The Cardinals are not a team that you're just going to walk over. I mean, they, Yeah, they're, they're going to have to go play the game. They're yeah, going to have to play the game. It ain't like they can just go in there and it's not a day off. I'll tell you no, that. Kyle, Kyle Murray's figuring it out. He, he's, he's coming around. Uh, they've, got, they've got some offensive weapons. Defense isn't, you know, they're not the best, but you're not going to roll over them like you – like you, like you think you are. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a tough out for them. I mean, at least they're playing, looks like they're playing at home. So they, they have that advantage, but yeah, but then you have the Packers and you have the Ravens and then the Saints after that. Yeah. Then you Packers, Ravens, the, Saints. And All then you winning teams. In there. All winning well, look, teams. Well, yeah. And last game is the, is against the Seahawks. So last game is Seahawks. Game, so the last two games are Rams Seahawks are going to be your last two not, games. And they may not mean anything. They may have already locked up their playoff spot by then. Right. Right. So they got to hope for that. We got to hope for that and hope that somebody's resting some people. Because I have a feeling with the NFC being as, as competitive as it is, the home play will, uh, home field will come into play at some point here. Right. And uh, teams will be playing for something, even if they're not playing for seeding. They might be playing for, or, or if they're just playing for seeding, I should say. Uh, yep. Then 
th- that'll be something to play for. So we'll we'll see what happens there. And right now, as it stands, I'm the jury's still out on on Jimmy G. I don't really, I don't know, I don't know what this guy is. I don't root against him because he's not like I hate the player, but I just don't know right. what he is. You know exactly. He's not a guy you're like. Eh, you no, because I would like to. Like, uh, I'm a football fan. Like I want to see every team. If it was up to me, would be competitive. Every team would have stars because then I would get good football every single game. You know, and that's the way I prefer it. Oh, unfortunately, it doesn't always work out like that. And uh, only time will tell if Jimmy G is is as advertised here. Anything else that stood out to you last week? Any surprise? Any of the rookies surprise you? Anything like that? Well, the Raiders keep surprising me. I mean, that's insane. The Raiders' that's lack insane. of dumpster fire is what's surprising people. Isn't that funny? It is. <laughs> it is such a surprise. <laughs> everybody expected the Raiders to be a disaster. And because they're not a disaster, it's a surprise to people. People are like, Oh wow. Wait, the Raiders don't aren't horrible. And that's very, uh, that's, that's hilarious. Uh, when they gave Bruden the money, a lot of people were like, yeah, a hundred million dollars. What are you doing? Or in a 10 year contract, what are you doing? Imagine what the world's going to like 10 years later and you getting got 10 year contracts. And I'm definitely not a fan of that. We talked about this in baseball. I'm not a fan of the 10 year contract. Uh, it's just a very long time. You never know where your team's going to be. And I don't see the point of saddling them with that much. Uh, not, not necessarily debt, but saddling because they, they can afford it at some point, but it's like you're, you're making sure that whoever, whoever comes in there after you, you like GM president, whatever, right. Unless you give them all 10 year contracts, John Gruden is going to be the man no matter what position other people, even with some players, some players aren't going to be there 10 years. No. A lot of them aren't going to be there 10 years. So you pretty much given him the keys to the Cadillac here for extended period of time. And if you bring in another GM president, whatever, unless you gave them 10 year contracts also, then it's still John Gruden's the de facto president, de facto GM, he, you know, cause he's that, that 10 year just says that we've already and they're going to owe them the money, right? They, that's coach's money guaranteed, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, yeah. They got to oh, give yeah. him the whole so, 10, yeah, the, whole, uh, the whole $100 million, whether he's there or not. So it'd be interesting to see how that works out long term. But with the Raiders moving to Vegas, I do like the fact that they're competitive. I would like to see a competitive team go to Vegas. I don't want to see a dumpster fire move from one city to another. Right. Yeah. No, that that. They've been entertaining to watch, and hey, it looks like they, it might look like they might have won the Cleo Mack uh, trade and, and all this. They might have won out with with Jacobs and all these draft picks. You know, got, so. it, with the Josh Jacobs, right? So far, is looking yeah. very good for them. And if their team continues to ascend, and the Bears just continue to kind of hold pat and just not really, um, which is not really Cleo Mack's fault. By the way, no, it's it way more Trubisky it's in the offense fault. Yeah. <laughs> and you get and the Bears got I always gotta think, man, we could have had Mahomes. We could have had Mahomes. You know, the Mahomes situation <laughs> is very different because a lot of teams he wasn't really scouted that high. But he did end up going in the in the top ten, I wanna say. I think he went he went 
relatively early for a guy who wasn't really heard of. I mean, there were a lot of people weren't talking about him like that in mm-hmm. college, unless you were just a college football fan or maybe a Texas Tech fan. I think that's where he went to. I'm not sure he went to A and M or Tech. I think it's Texas Tech though. Um, unless you were just watching Texas football like that, then I'm not sure if you knew who he was. Right. So I don't really fault them as much for that as I do. Was that Deshaun Watson also same draft? Yes. I do yeah. fault that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I fault the, the, the Deshaun Watson situation because he clearly had won in college. Yeah. He clearly was a winner. He clearly had beat Alabama. Alabama was, is if anybody uh, has negative criticism about Alabama, one thing that you can say about them is that they feel they pro uh, close to a pro team with how many players get drafted off that team to go into the NFL. They're going to have a pro team out there. So if, if a player has success against them, then we see this is, a, this can be flawed. We saw the Johnny Manziel situation, but if a player has success against them, multiple times then they deserve a serious look and if you couple that with success in the playoffs and then championship runs and all that other stuff and the fact that um he Deshaun Watson wasn't playing just a college style of play he was pushing the ball downfield he can throw that he can throw it um hindsight being 2020 is it's it's awful now we look at some of these teams and who they took ahead of Deshaun Watson if you had that to pick all over again he would go a lot more closer to the front of that draft and Absolutely. Where he ended up going. Do you like Deshaun for this upcoming week versus Lamar? I think that would be interesting. Dream matchup. I can't wait to watch it. A slight, I give, I, I don't know. Lamar is just, he's just on a different, it's like watching a video game play. It's like him and Patrick Mahomes. It's like watching the two guys play, man. It's just like watching a video game. That's what you I know? felt when he put that spin move on him. It's like, <laughs> man, that's a Madden move right there. If I've ever was, seen one. And- and, uh, and I know people were trying to compare it and saw it, call it better than the Vic one. It was not better than the Vic one. Vic no, one the one where he ran through the two defenders in Minnesota. And the, and the two defenders ran into each other? I'm yeah, sorry. No, no, that was the, the defenders yeah. running into each other sealed that for Vic. Like yeah, it sealed it. He ran through them. He ran through in between both of them and then they hit each yeah. other. That's yeah. cartoon type stuff. That's stuff that <laughs> exactly. you just do not see. So I, I don't think, and the big runoff, I'm not mistaken, was longer. I got to look in it and see. I, in my head, it it seemed longer, but I don't know that to be factually true. I'll have to look it up. But the rate, the run was one thing it was that was Vic esque, though. When I watched it, oh. I did definitely think about Michael Vick. Oh, so when he, I watched yeah, the so run. He, he did that spin move. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, I was like, I can't remember. When's the last time you see a quarterback do that? Right. <laughs> I was like, what? Right. Like, what? What am I watching here? Well, this is the quarter. Am I watching football or am I watching? Am I playing a video game here? Am I playing Madden? Because that's exactly what it looked like I was doing here. Well, those kind of quarterbacks don't grow on trees, man. They don't grow on trees. So it, it it's uh, it's amazing to watch. And if we're having a, the privilege to watch it, one of the things that guys like me and you can say is that this doesn't happen every day. You know, when we were in the middle of the Michael Vick uh, insanity, one of the things that you could think about at that time was, man, we've never seen anything like this. And right. it's, it's a privilege to be able to watch play like this is, you no, know, it's something that doesn't last forever. And being that Michael Vick is coming gone and you still haven't seen anything like that since Michael Vick, it is something special to be watching Lamar Jackson do it now and because he's a better player than Vic to me he just he just seems like a better player he seems like a more complete player than Vic was definitely at this level in his career 
You yeah. know, Vic was a little more accurate when he went to Philly. But definitely in this level of his career, Lamar Jackson is, is looking on him to be on a way better trajectory than, yeah, than and, Vic was. And I don't think, I don't, and also in defense of Vic, I don't think he had the offensive personnel around him that, that uh, Lamar has around him. I think they, they see that he could do it. And I think that when Vic was like, nobody sat him down and said, okay, you can, let's try and throw the ball right now and then. And they, thought, like, they just let him run, you know, don't be wrong. It, it was, it was amazing to watch, but again, it would have been nice to see him trying to harness that passing to what he got when he was with Atlanta versus when he waited till he got away to Philadelphia. Well, I think that when he got to Philly, he was a little older. He had also gone through the whole dog fighting scandal and all that other thing, all the other stuff. Been out of the right. league for a year or two. Uh, I forgot how many years exactly it was, but I know it was at least a year or two that he was yeah. not in the league. And maybe he just didn't have that exact same speed. He had to make an adjustment because so when you start to lean on that speed, it's going to be the athleticism is going to be the first thing that goes. They right. say there's a lot of these quarterbacks that are in their fifties. That can still throw the rock. Like they still have the arm strength. Oh yeah. Joe but, Montana can still throw a spiral perfect spiral. Right. Seen, yeah. They can get they can get the ball downfield still, but they can't move like that and they can't take those hits. So it's no. like um that athleticism, you can't you can't lean on that for all your career. Maybe he rides that for another year or two while he can and then slowly starts to phase in the passing game. And he looks more suited to be able to do that than Vic was anyway. Like he, he's already a better passer. So, and he's not a bad passer. I just don't think, I think that he leans on his running game a bit too much for my liking, but he's, uh, if you can do it, you're not a small guy. You can run some people over and you want to, uh, from the Ravens, I probably would ride that style at least for another year or so. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> and then work on basically work on that passing. passing game for his long term yeah. career. And he is, and, and that's what he's doing. You can see he's getting more confident as the season goes. You can see him throwing the ball now. I mean, there was no there was no need to throw against the um, the Bengals. You could just you could have walked on that field and beat them, right? Pretty much. So it'll be interesting to see against the against Houston to see what he does. See if he can uh, bring some of those passes in. Was there any upsets Pretty last fast. week or anything like that for you? Anything oh, well, that you didn't they, expect? Oh, I didn't expect to. Well, I did kind of expect it because uh, once I realized all the SEAL players were out for the Colts, I kind of figured the Dolphins were going to take that take that game. I'm always surprised when the Dolphins win. I'm not going to lie am. to you. That's always going to be upset. I, I think I would pick against the Dolphins this entire season. And, of course, they're not going to lose every game, even though at the beginning of the season looked like they were. Uh, now that Cincinnati seems to have taken that, taken the reins on that. Yeah, yep. but they, it, are, they are the two. Uh, they are in the two uh, mix right now. They well, you know the they number. had like the 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 Fitz Magic was, was making some appearances here, man. Fitz Magic is definitely he is he is he, he's doing so. Like I said, he he can win you two you know four three to four ball games, and that's what he's doing right now. It's amazing. It's amazing. Was a journeyman, and he he's now I think thrown the most touchdowns for anybody picked where he was picked at or something like that. He's either like won the most games or thrown the most touchdowns or started the most games. One of those stats he has for a player picked, he used to pick like 250 somewhere around there. He's picked like super late and he's got, uh, he's got the record for that, you know? So nothing else. Yes, love, he's durable. I love guys like that, right? He's around I love guys like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know they're not going to be your starter for the rest. But I mean, if you got if you got a crappy team and you got at least you have somebody to rally behind. I mean, he's got a great personality. He's fun to. He's just he's kind of fun on interviews. So they got at least have something down there. You know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, Fitzmagic making a couple appearances, upsetting Apple Car here in uh, in Vegas with the odds and stuff like that. And with people betting, I, I got to go back and check the odds to see if Vegas. Vegas might have had Miami in that game. I got to go back and check and see. I don't think so. I think they had the Colts. Oh, they did. Everyone, right? Yeah. They did have the Colts. They did have the Colts. Yeah. And I think I don't know if they, I have to go back and check our check the stat from that week. I think the line might have been disrespectful too. I go back and see. Oh yeah. But um, time is telling now. Any given Sunday, teams can win, man. Like, you know, you, we're seeing teams that we feel like are untouchable get touched. I didn't put 49ers there, but a lot of people felt like they, because they had such a winning record that it, they were going to be untouchable. Didn't really work out like that. And Miami, on the flip side of that, is pulling together some W's. And in and, and one of those games, Fist Magic had uh, three touchdowns, man. I don't think anybody yeah. started. If anybody had Fitzpatrick on their team, on their fantasy team, I'm not sure how many people are starting Fitzpatrick, but uh, yeah, if anybody did, they had a great fantasy day that day. He rewarded you for a year worth of uh, mediocrity. Mediocrity. Yep. Yep. You got it. <laughs> yeah, he did. So let's get into the games this week. Let's start with the game that just happened last night. We didn't even get to talking about the game. We got to talking about the fight like everybody else. This game was miserable to watch as a Steelers fan. Miserable, miserable, and (laughs) miserable game to watch because the Steelers just did not have it going. And when you are looking at a team that you feel like the defense is the best part of that team, which is what I felt like, well, you know, at least we have our defense and the score is 14, nothing so fast. So fast as the scores, you you turn around, the score is 14, nothing. Then I'm like, this is going to be a long night. Oh yeah. And then you lose, you lose your, you lose Connor again. Then you lose Smith Schuster. Or Schuster. I mean, once you lose your skill players, then you've got, you know, a, not a you uh, have an average quarterback, average, average at quarterback. best, at best. You know, you, you're gonna it's it's tough, right? He, well, Mason Rudolph's had a, a few games where he looked pretty good, and he's got his interception to touchdown ratio is, is where it needs to be. A touchdown interception ratio, I should say, is where it needs to be. Right. Uh, but the thing is, is it was where it needed to be before last night's game. And then he threw four picks, and a, a couple of those picks were god awful. Like god awful throws, like straight oh, to yeah. the straight hitting the straight. defense right in the numbers. Yeah. Um. What? Where do we go from here at this point? Where do we go from here? If the defense, if the defense is giving up points the way it did yesterday, they kind of settled things down and made it a little bit harder for Baker down the stretch. But if the defense is giving up points like that, we already see the offense is not going to be able. To, you got to kind of play with a lead. We. Pretty much need a scoring defense to be competitive. <laughs> I mean, yes. with no skill players, with no skill players, Eugene, we're gonna need a scoring defense. I'm gonna need at least seven points from that defense. Yeah, and let's say your defense is is what's carried you. I mean, that that they're talking about defense last night, and it's like I said, it's it's been great. 
they, they've got to have some skill. The skill guys got to be healthy. That's what's bailed Rudolph out the whole year. Well, that game's already over. So we won't. Uh, Vegas had the Browns there, actually, were three point favorites. So, so let's go to the Cowboys and the Lions here. And the Cowboys are three and a half point favorites. You, you well, like Cowboys? I do like Cowboys. I liked them last week. Uh, you know, hopefully Garrett won't get in the way this week. And but you know, let uh, Zeke throw. I'm sorry, let let our boy throw the ball. You know, they haven't got that he's, contract done either. They say Dak's contract yeah. might go into like he might be getting into um, franchising yeah. mode here as yeah. time goes on. They might franchise yeah. him next year. Yeah, and if there's anybody who's doubting him ever again, watch that game last week. He was dropping dimes. He was amazing. I love, I love Dak. Still love him. I do too. Uh, I just don't like. He just doesn't turn the ball over a lot. I like his decision making. I like yeah. his uh, presence off the field as a franchise quarterback. In fact, he says and does all the right things. Yep. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with the with the contract. And at this point, if you're a quarterback being franchise. There is a happy ending here. Look at the Kirk Cousins situation. Kirk Cousins made so much more money now, hindsight being 2020. Now, I'm pretty sure he would never have chosen this when he was back in Washington when the, when they started first franchising him. I'm pretty sure he would not have chosen that. He probably would have chosen to have the security of a long-term contract with Washington back then, right? But right. when you look at how it's played out, he made so much more money because of that franchise tag. Washington paid him a lot of money. They were paying him a lot of money. He got banked. He got a lot of money for right. just being because they were yeah. franchising him, and they weren't. They yeah. weren't committing to him. So if you're Dak, it's a it's a tale of hey, listen, that franchise tag is not all the way horrible, especially if you're a quarterback and you play a position that where they try to protect you as much as they possibly can. Because a lot of people don't like the franchise tag because of the lack of security that comes with it and the safety issues that come with it. You don't want to get injured and then miss your big payday. But if you're a quarterback and they're protecting you and you can yeah. stay upright, franchise tag is not the worst thing that can happen to you. Because especially just like the team's not committing to you, you're not necessarily right. committing to the team either. Right. And especially this time to be a quarterback in this time in this league, they protect you anyway. So he's a win-win right now. Again, it's Dallas. I like I said, I'm not I'm not fearful they're not gonna get it done. He like he's gonna get paid. He's and like I said, he deserves to get paid. He's he he is a great quarterback. I, I'm, I'm I, he's I, I can't wait to see them in the playoffs. They just need they need a better coach. The coach is just horrible. Really horrible. You don't like the oh, you don't like the Clapper Jason Garrett. The Clapper is just bad. He, he lost in the game last week. He came out and said he, he messed up on the field goal. Why? And why are you taking the ball out of Dak's hands? Put it. In, he was took over that game. So yeah, they they need they need. Could you imagine? Having that defense, having that over that offense, and Bill Belichick was coaching that team. Oh man, it was oh, championship, championship, <laughs> championship. <laughs> With all those skilled players, that and that defense is, is good. They've got a good defense. They've got a great offensive line. Yeah, there's no. He's got weapons. Yeah, that that it's just. Yeah, Jason Garrett can get out. Can't get out of his own way. Well, we'll see what happens with them. I, it's hard to envision Jason Garrett going anywhere if they go into any kind of playoff run, any respectable playoff run. Jason Garrett will be on that sideline next year if they, um, unless they just absolutely collapse. I don't see that happening. 
Right. Um, so, but yeah, I got, I'm definitely got the Cowboys. Yeah, I'll, plus, I'll go there. Uh, I'll go the Cowboys with them as well. Because yeah, Stafford's not playing. Nope, not playing. So he did. Okay. So uh, Jaguars at Colts. And it looks like the Colts are three point favorites here. Yeah, I don't know. I know Brissett is um, practicing, I heard. So, and also, this is really the Nick Foles game. He's coming back for this game as well. So, yeah, and they're all, and Brissett's definitely day to day at this point. Uh, he hasn't been ruled out, but he hasn't been ruled in either. Yeah. I just, I don't trust the quote. The TY is still, he's still not in there yet. So, again, I without Brissett and without TY, I'm going Jaguars. Because they 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 have not convinced me they can win without any skill players. Okay, so I'm going to go Colts here. I don't trust the Jaguars. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Colts. All right. So we have Buffalo Bills versus the Dolphins. Bills seven point favorites, of course. What you got? This could be a trap game, man. This game, the Bills could, could lose this game, tra- but could, uh, because they have not looked good, they didn't look good against the. Against the uh, the Browns last week, and Josh Allen is not. I don't think again. Talk about a um, uh, quarterback that's you know hasn't proven himself. There's another one right there on the list. Josh I think Allen. that the Bills might be in the same situation, albeit a little slightly better situation than the Bears are in. But the Bears, you know, the Bears coming down the stretch. Listen, if you got a rookie quarterback and he's playing on a rookie contract. No, you the minimal risk for you as an NFL franchise because right. he's playing on a rookie contract. When that rookie contract starts to draw to a close, and you're gonna have to write a nine figure check for somebody, the decision's got to be made. And I feel like that's the situation that's gonna come up for the Bills the same way it's coming up for the Bears right now. You're gonna have to make a decision at some point. Unfortunately. Josh Allen will have a little more time to prove himself. I'm not out on Josh Allen. I think that Josh Allen is serviceable as a starting quarterback. Serviceable. Um, it remains to be seen kind of how it all pans out. We need to see. But he right. hasn't given me any reason to just doubt him 100%. Now, Trubisky was different. Trubisky, I n- never loved Trubisky. No. Nope. And at times I've thought maybe he's more suited as a backup quarterback as he is. than he is a starter quarterback. He right. shows flashes of brilliance, but he'll never be that draft position. I think he was taking one like six or somewhere. I know he's taken somewhere they in, traded in, in the up top to get him. They traded up to get him. Let's not forget this. Yes. Cause that's part of the one, one of the most embarrassing <laughs> draft day stories, a uh, trade up for Trubisky. Um, which at the time people thought was insane, but now it's proven to be even more it's insane. Proven even more insane. I, I kind of put Josh Allen on the same Mitch Mitchell Mitch They both on the same train did as me. You know, ten ten touchdowns, seven interceptions. We know who he is at this point. Unless he can just turn it, turn on. The He's gonna have charge. to. I think I'll give Josh Allen the rest of this year and the first at least the first half of next year before I render serious judgment on, on him of whether I feel like the bill should try to resign him or not. Uh, he definitely has him in games. The fact that he is a signal, their signal caller means that when they do suit up for games, a lot of times they, they, they're a decent team. They're putting a decent product on the field, not really setting the world on fire, but a decent product is being put on the field every week by them. So 
we'll see what happens. I got to see what other yep. quarterbacks are available, how Josh Allen is maturing. Uh, jury's still out on him. Him and Garoppolo, both the jury's still out on both those quarterbacks for me. All right, so you take the Bills. I'm taking, I'm going to ride the Fitzmagic train through it. So, till, no, till, uh, till, till I, I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going to take the Bills, but I'll tell you this, though. I don't feel great about it. Like, I definitely feel like they could lose gotcha. this game. If you wake up, <laughs> if you woke up Monday morning and, or Sunday, if you woke up at Sunday at 5 o'clock and go, oh, the Dolphins lost. I mean, the Bills won or Bills lost. Okay, not not, not, not surprising not at wreck, all because it's divisional too. If I'm not mistaken, like this is division. I think they're in the same division. Um, so in division matchups, all bets are off. We saw with the Falcons and Saints, all bets are off. Like the Fal- uh, us beating the Saints last week wasn't as surprising to me as it might have been to some people because division games, all bets are off. If we had right. the exact opposite record. We had a winning record and the Saints had a losing record and they came into Atlanta and beat us. I would not be like, oh, my God, I wouldn't be clutching, you know, pro clutching uh, as a result, because it, when you're playing these division games, anything can happen. Now we're seeing now anything happen, period, with a lot of teams winning that you didn't think they would win at all. Right. But you when division games happen, it's just that much more volatile. You never know. It's hard in the NFL to win a game, and it's definitely hard to beat a team twice in the NFL. So I'm taking the Bills here, but I don't feel great about it. I don't feel it's not a lock for me. Next game, Broncos versus Minnesota, and the opening line here is very disrespectful at 10 and a half. No, 10 and a half can- for the Vikings. I'll take Vikings on this one. That that's going to be. I, I feel the Broncos are dead at this point. They're they're we got a backup in, and then we don't know if they're drafted because they're drafted a quarterback. We don't even know if he's going to be able to play. So, so you got a rookie quarterback, and then we may have we may have another rookie quarterback start. So yeah, uh, this is a, this will be now. Hopefully, this will be a cakewalk, but you never know with Kirk Cousins' company. They, they like to th- make things interesting. Yeah, and I would and I would love to take. And they're home too. Yeah, they're, I would love they're... to. I will start on a pure fantasy note. I would love to start Kirk Cousins as my quarterback this week. Um, I'm starting Tom Brady instead because he's playing Philly, and um, the the internet and Yahoo Sports and all these other sites seem to like that matchup better than they like this Kirk Cousins matchup against Denver. Um, that being said, though, the line is still ten and a half. And I'm going Vikings here. No mystery. I mean, Broncos, I'm not sure what's going on. I can't name three players on that team. Um, Saints versus the Bucks. Saints five-point favorites at the Bucks. What you got? Well, we've got our league, our favorite league pass, NFL league pass team and the Buccaneers, you know. Hilarious. Get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got Saints. I think they're going to be a little pissed off from losing to the Falcons last week, and they're going to they're gonna show up. I think so, too. On. Yeah, I think so yep. too. And then bad news here for the Bucks and going there. And plus, I still don't know what Jameis is. Jameis, four hundred yards, five hundred five touchdowns, or four hundred yards, five interceptions. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. It's in the stat lines, man. He's got seventeen touchdowns and fourteen interceptions. There, that's it right there for you. Yeah, you he, never he, know. You never gonna, know what you're you, gonna you get from this guy. You don't know what you're gonna get. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so the Jets, um, Washington. Which is a pick'em game here, as if at the time of this this line opened. I'm not sure what it is right at this second. I'm not sure. Let me look at this here. Let me look at this. I didn't see what the date is on here. Well, it's dated today, so we'll see. 
but it's a pick em game. Who do you have in that? Oh, God. Well, I know Haskins is probably going to start for the Redskins. This is a game I will so he, not be watching. <laughs> he's, he's actually starting the rest of the year. But again, oh, God, I don't even. I mean, it's I'm going to take the awful. Jets only because I yeah. don't trust the Redskins at all. Yeah, and I just I, trust I them less than I trust the Jets. But yeah, once again, like the Dolphins game, if the Redskins were to win this game, because they also held uh, the 49ers like to nine points or something like that. Right. Which maybe right. not trust Garoppolo even more. But um I wouldn't be surprised if the Redskins won this, but I'm gonna pick the Jets nope. only because I I I don't I'm not out on Sam Darnold. I, I kinda like I think they're just way more competitive when he's playing. And that's usually like a mark a of a team too. Yeah, when, when he's playing, right? Yep. The, yep. No, the, that's one of my eye test marks of if a quarterback, how great a quarterback is. How good does your team look when you're you're playing and how bad do they look when you're not? Yep. You know, um, so I'm gonna take the Jets just based on that alone. Falcons at Panthers, Panthers seven point favorites. I'm surprised that line didn't get higher, but seven point favorites. Not betting against the home team. Well, so I'm gonna against them again that way because that way at least I, I did it last week and they won. So I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm sticking with the same theory. If I bet against them, maybe they'll win. Well, Freeman's out. Yep. Uh, Austin Hooper is out indefinitely. It's not good. So you're missing two great players. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, Texas at Baltimore are the great game. This game should be a prime time. They should have flexed this to prime time. Why is this a one o'clock game? This they should have flexed this to game. prime time, man. This should have yes. been a Sunday night game. This game would have been amazing to watch. Uh, Ravens are favored by five. I'm gonna take the Ravens here, but they could lose this game. Now the thing is, is the Ravens. Oh, for some reason, I don't know why I thought this game was in in Houston, and it's actually in Baltimore. So that I will definitely take Baltimore at home. I'm taking Baltimore. Yeah, I, I agree. But again, I can't. This is one I can't wait to watch. This is going to be fun. Yeah, it would be. A, this would have been amazing on the on the the night game. Um, we'll get to seeing who that actually is. Uh, you taking Baltimore also? Oh yeah, okay. Baltimore. Cardinals and 49ers. Niners are 14 and a half point favorites. What the hell? Yeah, watch the team we watch. 14 I mean, and a half point favorites. Uh, I understand that San Francisco's at home, but 14 and a half. Wow. Yeah, that's in, uh, that's insulting. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, again, they're saying that that line has moved to as other uh, uh, sports betting outlets to around 11 and a half. But still disrespectful. Yep. Still disrespectful. I don't know. I mean, I'm just again the defense. I mean, if that's anything. The defense will come back and will carry them to a win. But mm. you know, the funny thing is, I'm looking at Murray's stats and Garoppolo's. They're pretty close to each other. Murray has 2,500 yards passing, 12 touchdowns, five interceptions. Mm-hmm. Garoppolo, 2,000. 14 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Pretty close to each other. Murray's uh, Murray's passing more of the eye test right now than Garoppolo is. At least he he's going really, through the he's going through it. Like I didn't see Jimmy G go through it. Jimmy G seemed like he's lived a semi charmed kind of life here um, from an NFL standpoint, minus the injury. So I don't I know. See Garoppolo figuring it out. Like you see Murray figuring it out when you watch him play. Like he doesn't make, he'll look awful kind of that first, second quarter, the first, second quarter. Right. And then he'll settle and then down. Third, he settles down. He finds open guys. 
he's running away. He's 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 throwing the ball away, not trying to force the ball, which that you could tell he's doing because he only has five interceptions. He's doing the opposite of Jameis Winston. He's <laughs> right, right, interception so, machine. Yes, yeah. So I don't know. I I, I mean, I'm going to pick the 49ers, but I'm not like a hundred percent confident in that pick. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pick the 49ers too. I don't know if they're gonna cover that line. Uh, that line seems a bit I, ambitious to I don't me. Think they'll cover the line, but no. um, I'm gonna pick the 49ers because they're at home and because they just lost. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'd be interested to know if Kittle's playing. He's a difference maker for that team. That's so true. Um, if he's not playing, then I'm less convinced. But we'll we'll see what happens. Bengals versus Raiders. Um, Eleven and a half point favorites for the Raiders, which are at home. Who are at home, I should say. Oh, yeah. Raiders I'm going to go Raiders here. This is no, come on. This yeah, is no. no, I mean, this is no point of really discussing this nope. like that. Now, nope. the Raiders could lose this game, of course, any given Sunday, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Bengals have given me no reason to believe anything going That's on with, the, with their team. Um, Patriots at Eagles. Patriots, three and a half point favorites. That's not a ton. You know, it's not a lot. Uh, maybe it's because they're at Philly or they're in Philly. In Philly, I'm going to go Patriots here. You are? Um, I don't. I'm, yeah, I don't bet against the Pats. Like that. Just not, not like that. Not unless it's a, a, unless somebody's injured. The Pats have to have a lot going on for me to bet against them. Well, here's the thing. I don't think there's few teams that there's teams that you can tell when they play that are that are they're scared of the Pats. The Pats. Eagles are not one of those teams. Uh, so I'm going to go Eagles here because I, I just don't think they are scared, especially since they beat the Super Bowl. They do not scare them at all. I don't think the Eagles are scared of the Pats, but I think the Pats coming off a bye week and a loss to the Ravens, they're not having it. Um, right. And I don't, I, I don't see. And the Eagles, if the Eagles are a better team, I don't know what the Eagles are either. Just looking at them, I'm not sure what they are either. So I'm going to go uh, Pats here, and that line about three and a half indicates a close game, and I can kind of see that, you know. Um, Bears at Rams. Rams so seven a, and a half this point is favorites. Sunday night game. This is the Sunday night game we gotta watch. Unbelievable. Horrible. Instead horrible. instead of our instead of our Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson matchup, we get the Bears and the Rams. Well, I, I see that probably gonna be doing something else. Do I have I, if I don't have any players on either one of those teams, which I don't think I do. I have zero on either one. Then too. I probably well, will be my football night looks like it will be ending at around eight o'clock. Yep. Me too. So <laughs> Me too. Yeah, uh, I, I have so no reason to watch this game at all. I mean, I'll pick Rams because they're at home. But I pick yeah. the Rams too. I pick the Rams also. But yeah, it's no, 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 no interest here. I don't know why they say Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Chargers as if the Chargers get a home game here, but because this is in Mexico oh, City. <laughs> And this game's in Mexico City, so. Well, hey, man, they might have some fans out in Mexico. They may have more. You know fans what's funny? Too, uh, that's true. And another thing that is funny about this whole situation is, I could the Chiefs are six and four, and the Chiefs are favored by four points. But if they were to lose this game, this is another game I would not be surprised if they lost this game. It just wouldn't be surprising to me. It wouldn't be surprising right. to me. I like Patrick Mahomes, and I love Andy Reid. I love Andy Reid. Loved Andy Reid for a very long time. Uh, he's one of the, my uh, trifecta of coaches, of top coaches, with him and Belichick and Tomlin. I, I love those three coaches. Right. That being said, 
uh, they're just not scaring me. They're not scaring me. Like they're not a team that I'm looking at and being like, man, they're just steamrolling. It's like, oh, their their defense is is typically suspect, and it seems to be the same way this year. I'm not sure if it's as suspect this year as it was last year, but it it's not a scary defense. The Chargers are one of those teams that's four and six, but could be one or two games better than that. You know, they're they they're they're not a dumpster fire of a team. Uh, they got Melvin Gordon back. So. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs because of my respect for Mahomes, who's just uh, unbelievable. He threw up uh, 400 over 400 yards in a loss, which kind of I guess you can say typically happened. If you're throwing for that many yards, you're probably playing from behind. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, in, no, in at guess. least a close game. Yeah, I got the Chiefs as well. Yeah, it just, but that's the formula. Keep Mahomes off the field. That's how you beat him. Okay. Well, we'll get back to these games next week. Hopefully, we won't have to start the show with somebody else getting bashed over the head with their helmet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, let's keep it friendly, guys. Come on, let's keep it friendly. Yeah. Let's keep it as friendly as possible out there. This is Reg ATL Sports Talk with Eugene Morgan. Check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. See you next time.